the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Are we going? Yes, I'm. It's recording. Yeah. Oh, well, here we go then. I know, strap in. Hello, and welcome to the impromptu beginning of episode 49 mm. of That's... That's a shame. That's that's a shame. That's Have we renamed it. That's a shame. <laughs> that's what our best of could be called. I was doing that kind of Harold Pinter where you pause uh-huh. and then you kind of repeat what you'd said already. Oh, lazy writing. That's the one, but also classic and better yeah. than most. Yeah, I guess. It goes either way. Um, Who are you? I'm Declan. Well, this is the thing is that I'm Declan. I thought I'm, so. I knew that. I'm Declan. Yeah. Um, and with me, as sometimes, is... I'm Isaac. Sorry, always. Always, yeah. You are there as always. I'm a key part of this show. It would somewhat not function without you. Nothing would happen. You'd not be listening thing. to just the sound of your own heartbeat. I'd, I'd be recording it and then just putting it that away bit. for my own <laughs> for my own enjoyment. I'll just come back to that in a few years, <laughs> thought Declan, sadly, to himself. Tragic affair. Episode 49. Who'd have thought... I know, especially uh, one... one. That's, that's it. One thing. single day. Yeah. After the Halloween after the spooktacular, which you, we didn't invent that phrase, but I you thought I did. you did, and that's just as good. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> it came to me originally. It's just I didn't. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You didn't. You you hadn't. You're not stolen it from anywhere. No, no one's ever goodness. claimed that. No, with strong features that are differentiated from all other parts of the show, like Shame Mail. I think How listeners know that we're we're inventors. We are our own artists uh-huh. novel stuff and um nowhere more novel than in this episode episode 49 which some have said is going to be one hell of a show some have said it's so unprepared that yep. to describe it as stolen or plagiarized <laughs> would be an insult to the entirety of art as a medium just to be to misunderstand the linearity of time well yeah exactly because we'd have had to go back or forward and snatch some kind of idea from somewhere when in fact we have between done... now and five minutes ago now look not even that we used to flag up on the rare occasions that episodes were face to face in person in situ now that's dull it's commonplace because as we alluded to in the spooktacular and if you haven't heard it happy Halloween go back and listen God bless. Then uh, where are we? Not specifically, but generally speaking. Not the postcode. No, I don't want people to know that because I can't be dealing with any more letter bombs. <laughs> You've been bjorked enough. <laughs> well, listeners, Sorry, Bjork, if you're listening. here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We are we are in the same place. Yeah. And that place... Not mentally. Well, I guess maybe. Possibly. But that's incidental. Yeah. To the, the, the main... You've hinted there, mm. as in explicitly mentioned. Yeah. We're in the same place. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to be. I mean, actually not next week. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. But from after next week onwards, pretty much every episode, listeners. This makes me sick. Is going to be from what we can officially now. I'm not comfortable. Not comfortably, no. I said. I didn't say comfortably. But there are documents but to officially, legally. Yeah. We can say for now, our flat. It's real. It's got walls and everything. There's a ten percent chance <laughs> that it will remain ours tomorrow. Yeah, every day, you know, we take them as they come. I'm still expecting to wake up with one of the walls revealed to be Scotch mist. <laughs> that a racist phrase, Scotch mist. Is it? Is it like implying that Scottish people 
don't come through in a in a big way for you. They're not solid. I, I don't think so. I think it's more a, like a meteorological. There's a lot of mist in Scotland. Yeah. Okay. I can see that being the case. Yeah. But here we are. Um, if you can hear any noise in the background, that's our... Don't think that you're listening to this estate agent, but third person is... What's that? Not on the contract. Moved in. If that ever comes back to haunt us that I've said that, then I'm so sorry that we lost the fight because of it. But That's he's friend and furniture. flatmate Mark. That's him and colleague for the next few days. Yes, friend, flatmate, colleague Mark, yeah. who is either hanging himself or, <laughs> un- or, or, or attempting to build a wardrobe single-handedly. Yeah, he's got a whole array of Allen keys to choose from, though, so I think the world is his oyster. In the well, well, I mean, you've hinted to it there. Let's talk about this flat a little bit. Yes. What's... Okay, what, let's, what is it, first of all? Okay. What is it, at its most fundamental? It is a place where tables levitate, uh, sloths reign supreme. Sloths? Sloths for now. I, mean, oh, I, I don't want to query documents that say otherwise. But you have, but and the okay. Buddha sits resplendent upon a wall. The Buddha, the Buddha, the B U D A, as it was. In oh, the, the, the Buddha. Yes. The Buddha sits up there. Four different parts of him looking over the flat. Can't don't think we can get rid of that Buddha because he is on the inventory, and that would be in violation of our. Looking over that. 3D TV we can kick to pieces <laughs> if we so wish. Very odd, yeah. But what what were you alluding to? Like what are you saying? Well what I was saying is that like what yeah, what have we got here? What we've got is three rooms. Yeah. Three bedrooms. Yeah. We've got two, two bedrooms currently. One is just a box room. <laughs> Let's look. In spirit it's yes. a bedroom. Yeah. And it will it like at some bedroom. point have a bed in it. That's the dream. We've got a lounge. Yeah. And what a lounge it is. It's mad. It's huge. Guess what? The sofas, they've got a special feature where they like lift up into a headrest. Mad. Nonsense. The table. I can't even speak about it. We'll come back to that because that's not what it is. That's what it has. Oh, true. That's the next. We've got a little dining room. We've got a balcony. We've got a fucking, listen to that listeners. Balcony. It comes with its own Guano, as I was upset <laughs> to learn, is the official word for pigeon shit. <laughs> Zoological phrasing. Very upsetting that it needs its own word. There's what so other much of it. Have have their own manure. But isn't that? Haven't you done something to it to make it manure? Is it just? Raw I thought it was manure. manure. Like, I don't know anything about farming. <laughs> Once you lick it, it's manure. <laughs> That's the way. That's it's what shit until you lick it. Um. We've got, yeah, we've got a balcony. We've got, we've got a kitchen. It's mad. Well, we'll come to what's in it later. Okay. But it's a nice kitchen, isn't it? It's, I'm enjoying every minute of it so far. Very good. A fridge and a freezer to call our own. Of, you know, random and interchangeable temperatures. Oh, yeah. Don't go thinking it, it won't be colder than the surface of Venus <laughs> at any given time. Um, but, I mean, we, we've spoken of what it is. I mean, and we've... We've been struggling to say what it is without saying what it has. Yeah. Um, and what it has is, let me tell you, listeners, every, every single item that the previous owners <laughs> owned is still in it. Now, some people would be annoyed about that. And oh, they'd be wrong, you say? I think so. It was a bit weird that they left things like tea, like old tea, and glasses that aren't very nice. But that being the downside is so vastly outweighed by... Oh, yeah, and by the way, we've left your a giant TV that you can just have now. Yeah. And a sound bar and some dodgy little box that 
hacks into satellite TV. <laughs> I've turned hacks off into and NASA. Yeah, I'm just leaving that alone in case it does some kind of trouble for us. Uh, our TV's got a webcam. That's disgusting. Our TV is a 3D TV. That's mad. I'm never going to use that. I'd just ma- like to know no, it's there. Yeah, it's just... And this is the thing is that, I mean, it would have been very easy to just um, have that collected on the inventory yeah. and uh, and left there afterwards. But we he specifically contacted the estate agent who specifically contacted us to say, here's a little bit on the end of the contract, which says, fucking have it. <laughs> like, <laughs> take it guys. if you want. And look, we're not saying this to boast, although I do feel I admit a certain pride. Well, yeah, definitely. In this find that I, you know, it was, it was my white whale for quite a long time, this flat. Because as we talked about, it was a very difficult, protracted process throughout. And um, it's not out of, yeah, out of a desire to to boast that we got all this. I actually feel extremely uncomfortable. Really? I still don't not feel well. settled in the flat. No. Because I just feel like any moment I'm going to come back and either the whole place won't be here. Um, it will have burnt down. Someone else will be living in it. And it will have been a big joke. I feel like I'm being Darren Browned. Or a Dom Jollied, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Just for laughs. No. Horrible nonsense. <laughs> but here we are. It's all worked out as far as we can tell. It, well, all we have to do now is pay for it. And how hard can that be? <laughs> Very. Well, you're not saying that that's a hint to, some, to a, something we're going to be talking about next episode. I wasn't. No. But now I am. Retroactively. Yes, I would like to just... Throw that in because we did put a hint. Do you remember we we hinted at yes, the we've end been of sowing seeds like a very poorly thought out ARG kind of uh, viral or marketing just, campaign. Yeah, that is really I mean, exactly riddle. what it is. Mm. Very poorly thought out marketing campaign. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> You'd expect nothing less. But like because I mean, since the last episode, a lot has happened. Because the last episode, we were supposed to be moving in um, the day, the day after, after it, came out, it came out, which was a few days after we recorded, and we'd. Uh, it was, no, I think it was, I think it was the day after, or it might have been two days yeah, after at most. But essentially, the day after we received a contract, yep. we still hadn't received jack shit. No, we had, <laughs> we, and we paid our deposit. Yep. Probably. And our rent. Oh, yeah. Probably that's the wrong way around to do that. That's a good way to get scammed. Yeah. We'll be honest. But we. Uh, I trusted Adrian with her. We were desperate. That's yeah. the one. We trusted Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> I trusted her like a f- her father. Gorgeous, lake-soaked eyes. <laughs> yeah. She had a face you could believe in. And a demeanor. Or swimming. Yeah. And um, so we didn't really know what was going to happen. But we did receive one. And we had a little read through it beforehand. I didn't read through the entirety of the contract because, I'll be honest, I was bored. I did. And, and I've boring. read through... So many of them in my life uh-huh. that I figured it was mostly. The well, same. I particularly my eye was first drawn to the second attachment in that email. Well, the same called the restrictive covenants. covenants. Now, I felt like I was signing a pact with, with Satan God. himself. <laughs> oh God, I guess yeah. Because that's like the literal definition of a covenant, yeah. isn't it? It's like a sacred agreement with God, sacraments it's and so covenants. Interesting that we've had to do one just to be allowed to live within walls, to live under a roof. Yeah. I didn't read that fully enough to know if part of our soul was exchanged in the process, but I can only imagine. I'm happily happy to give some of my own. I'm sure there's only very little of it left. <laughs> but yeah, it was an odd document. And in fact, the whole thing is quite odd, isn't it? Like there's a yeah. weird language about contracts like this. 
that just it's like they're any kind of pretending to be from the past. Yeah, simultaneously that, and I think that there's um, the notion that everyone in it is pretending because the people who hand you the contract are not the people who wrote the contract. Yeah. but there's the uh, the intimation that they are, and so there's a hint when it's handed over that the people who giving who are giving it to you are sort of pretending that they know more than they do yeah. about the legal side of it. But they're like, well, you know, jointly and severally. People like to throw these phrases around. Yeah. Really um, I mean. And also, um, I think there's a, a hint that everything's far more dangerous mm. than perhaps it is. But it's because it's almost biblical. Like it sounds, if you read certain clauses, it sounds like you're reading the King James Bible. They are like commandments. Yeah, so it like you may creates not. this like, ooh. What if I did, though? And I'm going to. <laughs> and we have. <laughs> we ticked them off. Not I've even a week it as a checklist. <laughs> it's like a Dorling Kindersley, like, I spy guide. It's like, oh, find a bird with three wings. Tick. That's 15 <laughs> points. Um, but yeah, let's go through some of the more memorable sections then. Well, the one that we first messaged one another about mm-hmm. was the singing and dancing clause. Now... What I like about most of these clauses that are like so very specific is that they tell a story about why that clause has been added. Yeah, about real estate and and its evolution. That at one point there were some people. Yeah. Once upon a a time, Mm -hmm. there was a troop of people. Yeah. Who who rented a flat, and they were so (laughs) they were so happy. Each of them minstrels. Yeah. That they occupied this flat and they were so pleased that they parted and they parted on and they parted past eight. Not necessarily with music. Not necessarily. Other than their own vocal generations. They parted past ten and eleven. Yeah. And things came up to midnight. And some some would say they should have stopped there. What what reasonable well, just reasonable courtesy maybe. Um but they didn't. Midnight came and went. And on they sang. Two minutes past. They finished half past. Not long. Yeah. But that's all it took. And that was enough. And now every person who ever rents in this country has to... Because that's got to be like a a boilerplate standard contract. So there must be a a huge proportion of people who have to legally commit to not dancing after midnight in (laughs) flat. It's just a mad... It's like... Because it's reasonable. But at the same time, it's such an odd, specific... Thing to have it's to just sign. unnecessary. Like yeah. for so few people, is it a problem that it shouldn't be like a legal no, requirement just need for you to be there? And I, of course, like I was thinking about, and we talked to Adrian, the estate agent, about it. Like dancing is quite broad. Like you can sing. Singing is necessarily noise making, but mm-hmm. lots of dancing isn't. If you're doing like, if you're a good dancer, you shouldn't be making all that much noise. Yeah, oh yeah, like a silent at all, dancer, really leaping across gracefully. Yeah, but if you're doing like that's us, that's, <laughs> that's me. me. Yeah, I've seen it. all seventeen stone of me <laughs> up, up across the table <laughs> and silently. As long as it's eleven fifty nine, I said silently um, down. Oh, thank you. Yeah. On the other side. But you could be doing, like you said, the Macarena just to yourself. Don't be doing it. That's literally breaking the terms of our contract. Yep. If she saw you doing that, you'd be thrown out. She'd shoot me. Like that. I don't have to. Now. She'd shoot me a a glassy stare with a damp eye. Yeah. How, gl- how glassy can something that damp be? Really? Very. Like a glassy lake. Like a mirror after you've. Throw water. That's in. the one. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hell of a metaphor. Like a mirror in the what rain. <laughs> a 
mirror as wet as one you'd just thrown water at. My favourite part of the contract, for that reason, for the story it tells, and um, particularly like with the story this one tells, it's the story of someone who knew they were taking the piss. <laughs> Plainly and simply. It's like an idol we never knew we had. Yeah, because what this clause specifies, mandates, is that you cannot, during the term of your rental, like while the property is in your rented possession, don't be putting up a for sale sign. <laughs> or a for rent sign. Yeah, anywhere on the exterior. Like, why did it, anyone do that in the first place? <laughs> Trying to sell the Just place. Just for lols. It's like the person who sold, is it the Eiffel Tower? I don't know if this is apocryphal, but there are stories of people selling like Tower Bridge, I think. Right. To an American like guy, but there was just someone well, who had no I thought the last story was the that they bought London Bridge thinking that it was Tower Bridge. Look, and they, they were all, very disappointed. It's a long story. Very disappointed by a vastly inferior <laughs> bridge, which... Because <laughs> like, the thing about London Bridge is that it is... Perhaps the most basic bridge I've ever yeah. crossed. There's nothing. Why did they give it London? The whole city encapsulated in its name. Tower Bridge, Beautiful. sexy as fuck. That's a hell of a bridge. On the train, have you I been up to get? Oh, of course. The top, isn't it? God, I know a guy. I know the guy who runs the restaurant up there. Oh, that's cool. Can we exploit that connection for anything <sighs> free? Not good. Well, it's certainly not. That's a shame. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that one. The um, one thing about that job, though, he says that is that it would be the easiest job in the world, mm. apart from the fact that it closes to the public at like seven, and they have bookings for dinner that start at seven twenty. <laughs> so they have to clear all of the like museum esque stuff out, and then set out tables, cook the food, and lay everything out ready for like parties oh to come in yeah, about twenty minutes. That's not on, is it? Um, so no for sale signs, no dancing, no singing. Uh, one of the other things, my favorite things to do already. Three of my, or another of my favorites, sorry, was um, no political gatherings yeah. are legal in the flat. Like, I can like, I resent that one the most. I think. Yeah, because it 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 seems to be um, like targeting a specific uh, demographic, mm. a specific political leaning, doesn't it? You're not, not going to get like a. No, not Nazis. Not Nazis. I was thinking the left more than the right. Okay, why? Well, because if... I mean, most people who are going to be hosting a a right-wing gathering are probably living more comfortably oh, true, in a more expensive yeah. flat, closer... They probably own it. So they in zones it. one and two. Yeah, that's probably Rather true. than out here in zone four. Lovely and perfect that it is. Because exactly. we are... Let's, let's remind you, listeners... Next door to the tube, you can spit to it, and indeed, I wake I, up every morning. I do has, yeah. I, I, so I, I was lying in bed this morning, it's afternoon, a ritual, and I heard next door, it's, <laughs> and then followed by, oh, <laughs> not in the contract, a distant, I'll do it. <laughs> and I came in next door, and there was Isaac leaning out his window, much to his girlfriend's protestations. <laughs> she didn't know what was leaning going out on. the window. <laughs> Hurling flame as far as the eye could see. And and what with it being morning, I was dancing. (laughs) Song was just spilling out of me. He was waving a a big picture of Che Guevara (laughs) out the window. Because it's outside the property, technically. (laughs) But yeah, I don't like that. Um, A thing that I think about as well in this context is that all these terms presumably have been... like This kind of contract must have been a, a long around rather for enough time that most of these must have been like tested in court yeah and found 
So there must be specific legal definitions of what dancing is, so that your defence could be. I think you'll find he was only gesticulating wildly with one arm. He was only doing the soft shoe around the place. (laughs) It's barely been a dance since the (laughs) thirties. Oh, Freddie Astaire put a stop to that. I mean, isn't walking just the two-step, but always forwards? (laughs) Surely, Your Honour, you can't. uh, Because what defines a, a gathering? Because we're gathering, and if I start talking about Jeremy Corbyn, are they going to shoot? I'm fucking death? phoning. I'm that's it. <laughs> I'm, phoning. I'm oh. phoning you in. That'll be a shame. So political gatherings are off. No for sale. No for rent. No. Oh, no pets. Now they were quite specific about pets. So specific, in fact, that they doubly defined most of them because you're not allowed it's animals. Bad. Yeah, no animals or birds. Or birds. <laughs> What do they think birds are? Birds are plants. Oh. Plants that learn to fly. They're a big mushroom creature. I see. It's like some weird, one of those just so stories about like how the tiger got its stripes. Like how the, le- what would it be? Like how the, the, how the mushroom girl, learned to fly. Yeah. How the leaf pile took flight. Imagine if you were in a biology lesson and uh, they were teaching you about like kingdom phylum order, mm. all of this. And, uh, and they went, so uh, three, you know, you have kingdom. Yes. And uh, you've got you've got three main kingdoms. You've yeah. Got the animal. You've got animalia. Yeah. Yeah. You've got plants. Yeah. Birdacious. <laughs> Sorry, what was Flora, that? Flora, fauna, bird. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. It's such a weird thing to say. All in all, mostly nonsense. We signed it anyway. We, yeah, put our names to it. Imagine. It meant we got this. Yeah. And I feel like... You know, there's going to be some leniency. If it's 11.59 and it just ticks over mid The song, you know, if Country House is playing, yeah, you're not going to stop. Not for love nor money, let me tell you. <laughs> Certainly not the latter. <laughs> Certainly not the former. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a shame. But so how are we finding the flat experience so far? I, You've not been have here. Have you heard enough. of Surreal? Mm. Yeah, that's it does That's my have a... genuine feeling. That's Mark's feeling as well. Mm. I keep uh, waking up and being fun. like, still here yeah and i still think of like going home home our wonderful listener and friend emily asked me if it felt like a sleepover still Mm. after i came back last time and i was like well definitely partly because i only stayed the one night it's one of those weird sleepovers where both of us are at no one's house and it cost me 600 pounds (laughs) (laughs) they're always the best um but yeah it um i came last time i came up last thursday we moved in Mm-hmm. And there was there was a moment because we, we sort of moved everything in and we signed the contracts and your parents were here yeah. and we moved things in and, and sorted some stuff out and then we went to IKEA we went around IKEA hell of a day I love an picked IKEA picked out some picked you out a desk and a bed yeah uh, picked out Mark some small child's bed <laughs> uh, we had some food IKEA has its own has its own beer. It's good as well, isn't it? It's very nice. nice. Mm. I actually have two beers. They have yeah. two lagers. I like lager and a dark lager. They're and taking over. Goodness sake. Yeah. But um, we went round there and then we came back with uh, some of the items that we'd, we'd bought and we moved them in and then said goodbye to your parents. Yeah. And then I sat down on, on the sofa. I actually sat down in the armchair mm. and I heard you down the corridor walking your parents to the door. You said your goodbyes. Yeah. The door closed. A little lock. You came back. And I, I remember I was biting. I was like chewing on my nail. And I don't chew on my nails. But I was kind of chewing on my thumbnail. I just sort of looked up at you and went. 
so um what now <laughs> like what what do we do because this is like although we have more things to do to make it a f- like a flat yeah we this is like we, like we live here yeah it's really this is our home there is an element what of, happens next it's like the thing i've talked about before of like when you get a new something generic like a new iphone upgrade or whatever yeah like a new laptop you're like oh my god that's exciting then you turn it on and you're like mm, it's still basically the same thing so it's not that it's in this case normally that's a bit underwhelming but in this case it was like it was overwhelming because it is just a flat but it's so much more and it's so much i mean let's not kid ourselves mm. It's so much nicer than we deserve. Oh, in any sense, morally, I mean, financially. I mean, when when we were moving in, hmm. the uh, the estate agent Adrienne, Adrienne Wet Eyes. That's her. Um, <clears throat> she she it, it was like um, when someone holds something back for you. You know, when they when they want to impress you, yeah. you know, they sell you something and then after you've bought it, just to just to make sure, just to hammer home that yeah. cognitive dissonance, the they pull point. out the final trick from their pocket. And she just uh knelt down to this small, very innocuous little uh coffee table. Innocuous but attractive. Very nice. Um but seemingly yeah. uh it's purely just a big functional. Table. And she just leant down and with no effort at all lifted up mm. The top of the, the table. Surface. And it just emerged. And it just out emerged. With no, up. no effort. Like you're barely touching it. And it goes raised up and forwards. And then suddenly it's about four feet away from the rest of the table. And I, that was it for me. I I've left never been the, the room. same. I think of my life now as before. I, I considered that. not signing the contract <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, because I didn't know whether I could be responsible for this table. No, or not. I still worry about it. It's like having a child mm. <laughs> in the place. Every now, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and just go back into the living room just to <laughs> check, just to make sure that it's still there. I've been finding as many excuses as possible to, to lift just, it up. Yeah, I'm just like, I just <laughs> yeah. leave all my important things there. Like, oh, better lift this oh. again. I'm sat down. If any it were. Oh, oh, here it is! It is closer. That's ah. so good. Um, the lights. Oh yeah, they're they're touch lights. They're touch pads and dimmer switches and remote controllable. We don't know how. We're never going to find out. But I like to know that it's there. Should if we, we want it? It could be. We've got remote controls for a garage that we don't deserve. We've got a key fob. It's funny because we used to. I say used to like it wasn't two weeks ago, but we often in the search for a flat would lament the fact that if we searched for our price range and sorted by cheapest within it, the first things that came up and were like, oh, what a location. We're always parking spaces or like an office room. Yeah. Now we have a, a flat or, and a parking or, space. Or, um, quite ironically, given what we've um, what we've managed to attain, uh, the cheapest came under the heading of unfurnished. Yeah. And this house was overly furnished yeah like we have five full ikea bags full of stuff mm. pots pans Some glasses nice curtains well. rods we've got like cutlery they left us like, cooking sound equipment system. everything just everything in these bags yeah um and it's just ours and not much of it ours. No? most of it nice and if we want to get rid of it if we want to sell it if we want to yeah. burn it like if we want to leave it on the 
balcony to scare away the fucking pigeons, because <laughs> that's another war we're in, um, then we can. And it's just like... Well, Do you think those pigeons coming onto our balcony with such regularity breaks that clause about no animals or birds? Because they're, they're on the... Or political property. gatherings. Yeah. I hear they're vehement fascists. They can't pigeons. get enough. <laughs> Mussolini worshippers. A lot of them are fairy cunts. Black shirt burbs, they Very are. Very upsetting. Um, on another note, I went to see The Exorcist play. Now, we were Just talking about this the other night, weren't we? Yes. Um, because it's, how do you... Because your girlfriend knows someone who's yeah, working on it? I, no, Ish. it's a girl from our university that is... I think she might have cast the show. She seems to be like... It's one of those positions that sounds innocuous, but actually wields... You are everyone. ...a great deal of power. <laughs> right. um, because it's uh, it's one of my favourite books. Mm. It's certainly one of my favourite films. Yep. But uh, not one of your favourite plays. You don't seem to have mentioned that yet. What I'm going to say is that it doesn't seem in my mind tra- to translate all that well to stage. No. Um, or... If it does, only under my supervision. <laughs> Direct oversight. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You haven't lived until you've heard Ian McKellen as the uncredited voice of the demon saying the phrase succulent cunt multiple times. Oh. Shouting it, talking about it again, bringing it up when I think they played a bit of audio by accident just for the fun of it. <laughs> Six down, Ian. Um, <laughs> Very odd show. Like, it was very impressive. It's only there for about three weeks, I think, between right. shows. They've just had a Vita there, and something else is coming in soon. So it's got a short run, but a preposterous set, like, extremely expensive. Loads of lighting, loads of effects. The head spinning 360 degrees, very well done. Um, lights just explode whenever they want. There was a bit for about the first 40 minutes of a show that ran about an hour 40 maybe where every scene transition was a big boom and like blackout with floodlights directed at you. And that's quite impressive. The first four times, but by the 20th, like, <laughs> not they weren't all that dramatic. Well, that scene was just about like the film shoes. It was just Karras listening to some tapes. <laughs> yeah. It was a very odd thing to see. Yeah. There was, Creepy as well, because the girl playing Reagan, who's 12, looked 12. She's 28. What? Very upsetting. That's upsetting. Um, That should be awkward for getting served in bars. I know. That's all I think about. And being possessed by demons. Very awkward. Because imagine if it possesses you because it thinks you're a child, and then it's in there, and it's like, oh, it's it's like, It's like, oh, best away with this crucifix. You're like, fine. (laughs) It's Friday night, mate. (laughs) Here we go. Flatmates out. Here's fun. (laughs) It's not in the contract. Mum's in the room, but, you know, <laughs> come on, needs must. Um, yeah, odd. And what was odd about it as well was that maybe an hour and 20 minutes of it was build up to the exorcism, which was over in one, one and a half minutes. It was just the least. They they really overused, like, effects, like lights exploding, like I say. It was and over in one and a half change, minutes. Scene change, like, there was kind of four sets and they'd do quick changes between them with, like, a a loud bang to punctuate. And lots of quite effective horror things. But the actual exorcism was just like the most commonplace thing. It was like, it's like, well, <laughs> your we, everyday exorcism. I mean, you know how this bit goes, guys. <laughs> so we're going to kind of skip and then they're all dead. And you're like, what? Well, because it's done. a very harrowing and long sequence in the film yeah. and in the book. Uh, uh, there's, um, 
William Peter Blatty tells a great story about how when he was writing it, he um, had a guy, I can't remember what the relation was. I think he was just a, a friend who was a writer. Mm. And when he had written most of it, um, or, or at least most of what he thought was going to be it, he, uh, he took it round to this guy's house. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> he was like, can you take a look at this for me? And the guy sat down there in front of him and in one sitting, like, read through the whole manuscript. That'd be an upsetting thing to watch someone do to your book. And he he came to the end, and he was, like, sweating. This <laughs> he was like... Phew. And he kind of, like, threw it down. He was like, it's, uh, it's a hell of an ending. And uh, Bill Blatty was like, well, no, well, he, I mean, it goes on from there. He was like, what's going to happen is that... Um, uh, oh, what is it that he says? He says it's, it's that, um, the demon is going to, uh, take over the body of Merrin, uh-huh. Father Merrin, the exorcist, the exorcist and, um, and claim to have been a, uh, a contemporary of, uh, Jesus's mm. in Palestine and is going to torture Karras with that. And the bloke went, no. <laughs> the guy went, you, he went, you cannot do that to your reader. <laughs> he went, this is, the most stressful thing I've ever read. <laughs> this is the most horrible series of events. He was like, you can't take it further than this. He was like, you need to end it soon or people will just put it down with sheer exhaustion. Like when Joey puts the shining in the... Is it the shiny? Oh, uh, yeah. The yeah. It's such a lovely idea. <laughs> like, he was like, you can do that to your reader. Stop! Oh. <laughs> well, they could do it to their audience. And what it was, was... Just sweep the exorcism <laughs> under the rug and focus mostly on, yeah, what did they focus on? Hard to say. It was very erratic. I would recommend going to see it if you get free tickets. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that. coming back from that just now, I found myself like thinking, oh, I've got to get some pancreas and then the trains. That's like an hour. And I was like, hang on. I don't. I have to want Oyster Card <laughs> all the way home. I had that last night. Like, I was at Dange's, mm-hmm. our lovely friend Jay D'Angelo. Um, Episode six. Indeed. Is it? Yep. Good. I'm really starting to learn the back catalogue. <laughs> as long as it's episode six. <laughs> and the pilot. I know that one. You know episode, episode one. Episode one. And we... Um, I went round to his last night for Halloween. Ooh. Uh, which was very enjoyable. And I was sat there and it... It was getting late and I was thinking, oh, mm-hmm. same as you. I was like, oh, could I get the train from Liverpool Street? Oh, you still get a coach, didn't There's you? probably no fucking train, so it's a bus for an hour and a half. Then I've got to get to Wickford and wait around for half an hour for a train, then get the train for 10 minutes to Hockley, then get out at Hockley and then walk 20 minutes up a hill to Dreadful. get home. Dreadful. And then I went, oh, hang on a minute. It's a seven minute walk to Moorgate and then the tube all the way back. Yay. So. It was disgusting doing that. It was fun that I learnt this morning that you don't remember letting me into the flat. No, I was really drunk. I went out for a drink after rehearsals and one drink turned into therapy for, for our beleaguered director who is lovely and challenged by a cast of decidedly mixed ability. <laughs> what the thing is, I wonder if I should talk about this as it's ongoing. I'm going to. Go on. Well, there's... I, I, person in the cast and to be diplomatic I won't you've say been cast we should say oh yeah a, in a production have I not talked about this no not really I oh, I'm doing so. Into the Woods don't worry about it on the lead it's Sondheim 
That's it. That's all you need to know. He's too, literally too excited to talk about it. I'm not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, um, there's, it's kind of got a storied history, this production. Obviously, it's like a really good opportunity because it's a good role to have on your, your CV. And it's a good little fringe theatre that agents come to with regularity. So that'll be handy. Um, but, and it's a, a significant but, the production's been like, they've been trying to put it on for about a year, I think. And rights have fallen through. I, I have a limited understanding, but it sounds like rights have fallen through and like scheduling's fucked up. Getting a venue's been difficult. So each time it's kind of crescendoed into almost being on again, which I think is maybe twice before now. It's kind of stepped up. So the original one, they were probably going to chuck up in a garage <laughs> to an audience of one lonely pigeon. Um, and then that fell through. So the next one they had. Like, <laughs> the pigeon dropped out. He so. couldn't make it. He, had, he was going to the Exorcist previews. He found it to be derivative, but the head spin. Terrific. Um, the second one. So they had like cast their mates, basically. Because I think they might still have been at uni when they did it. Um, and then the second one, a step up, maybe they had uh, a bigger garage this time. Maybe 10 pigeons, maybe a flock. A dozen the fascist pigeons. <laughs> um, and this time they have a proper venue. There's more money, obviously, because you have to pay for a venue. So there's a decent amount of money being pumped in. But what's happened is they've cast professional actors now in the last like month or something. <clears throat> but they still have kind of a few hangers on from when it was a bit more Amdram. And that's not a bad thing because some of them have turned out to be really good. But, but some of them not quite as ooh. good. One in particular that springs to mind, very nice person, which is a, a, an expression I only use when I'm about to slag someone <laughs> off. <laughs> but here's the thing. Sounds like she's doing a racist sort of Chinese <laughs> accent when delivering all the lines. And it's just odd. It's awkward. You, delivering the lines of which character is that? I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like, there's so little chance of this ever being heard by anyone. You say that, but I it's am kind of in the situation at the moment where... Uh, has this got you in trouble, this show? Yes. No. It has, yeah. Oh, yeah. tell me about this. Well... Because I can, I can only imagine that would make it better. Yes, exactly. Well, I when I told... My manager at the hotel uh-huh. that I was leaving. Yeah. We got into a conversation, myself, Mark and her. Yeah. About the fact that I was leaving. Yeah. And I can't, remember, I can't remember why, but somehow I ended up bringing up the the podcast. Yeah. And she asked about it. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, you can get it here. Where? And then on, well, you can get it on iTunes. Yeah. Even. You can only get it, it only unlocks if you've left a five-star review, I had. I hear that too. Yeah, and you can do that by going shame.city slash review. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, good link. So um, I mentioned it mm-hmm. and then I went home and I thought, oh, slagged her off on the show <laughs> no. more than once. And so I thought, oh, maybe it won't matter. Maybe, maybe yeah, like there's, what I was, I was thinking it was about 20 episodes in or something that I, that I mentioned that. I don't remember it. Surely I, surely she won't reach it mm. before I leave. Anyway, uh, <laughs> she did. this week <laughs> oh, I no. went into work and, uh, she was, well, a drunk <laughs> <laughs> along with a couple of other members of staff. Right. Uh, Why? And invited- <laughs> They were at work. It was a Thursday, I suppose, oh, yeah. or something like that. Drunk Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 
so we sat down and mm-hmm. I got myself a drink. We all sat down chatting and we were there for a, a, an hour or so at least. Yeah. And then, uh, she, she recommended the show to someone. She's like, Oh, he does a podcast. Wow. So he's on the podcast. She, she knows that word of mouth is best of mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she, was like, oh, she was like, Oh, it's really funny. I was laughing. Yeah, no, no, you should listen to it. And then she went, He does slag me off once or twice. Oh. But, but, no, you should listen to it. And then I, I said, not that often. I think only like the once. Yeah. And then she went, yeah, no, no, you do. And then gradually seemed to, from somewhere, remember that actually she was really angry about this. Oh, no. <laughs> and that despite the fact that she had one minute ago recommended it to someone, yeah. was then furious. Wait, what, properly angry? Left the room. Really? To go wow. for a smoke. Oh, goodness, that's awkward. She was like, that wasn't... Because it was the shirt sleeves thing. Do you remember this? No. Oh, she was the one who was, like, trying to enforce the shirt yeah. sleeves rule. And she went, well... But it's her fault for enforcing a well, preposterous rule. Well, I said this, and she went, well, it wasn't my rule. I don't care how you dress. Mm-hmm. It was so-and-so's rule up the ladder. I didn't I, know that. And I went, well, I'm very sorry then. My uh, Would you like to issue a correction? Well, this is the thing, is that I did at the time. I said, I'm very sorry. My, I clearly... My uh, my comments were based on misinformation. Mm-hmm. And she went, no, don't apologise. I went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't lie. Well, I don't. She left the room. <laughs> she, she said, don't apologise. I went, well, what do you mean? She went, no, you should never apologise for your opinion. I went, okay. Shouldn't well, you? I, don't, I, I think you should often apologise <laughs> for your opinion. I went, well, okay, well, how I know. <laughs> like, well, Where is this going? What, what do you want? Oh, <laughs> and she just left. Have you seen her again since? No. Would you like to get her on the show as a kind of reconciliation special? No. Around the time of, what's like the most religiously significant time of reconciliation? Hanukkah. Okay, there it is. No, January. I mean, I will, I would like to issue an official apology that it was not her ruling. Right. It was the ruling of the cunt who's her manager. <laughs> Do they listen as well? She recommended <laughs> Almost it. Almost certainly not. <laughs> um, uh, and so I am very sorry mm-hmm. for saying that. But I'm not sorry for having said it and knowing what I knew. Yeah. And I'm not sorry that you reacted to it in the way that you did. Also, it's a, you know, it's a comedy podcast that we exaggerate for effect. Many times. Yeah. Like, I'm actually very sane. And fascist. And I hate <laughs> all... No. <laughs> Finish that. Before I have to issue another apology. Before I, before oh. I cut in and save it for future <laughs> reference. Look, uh, we're coming up to the end of this episode. I've arbitrarily decided because I haven't had dinner, but I thought we'd like to leave with an email. Now, the thing about this email is that I have to turn my head entirely away from the microphone to read it. So, why don't you... Do you want me to lift the microphone up? No, that'll make a horrible noise. Truly abysmal. It it has made a horrible noise. I'm certain of it. How was it, it, listeners? Wow. And it emanated from you. What a ventriloquist microphone we have. It's got a lot of power. Right, what are you asking for then? What I'm asking for is that you just fill this time that I'm already filling by asking you to So professional, I've done it already. It's from Emily, mentioned already. (sighs) Good evening, Muddiest Horses is the title. Now, this is a callback, or a follow-up, rather, from... Yeah, callback's good. Like something Harry Hill would do. 48... Was it just the last episode we talked about this? Mm, possibly. Right. Well, it's hard to tell now that they're a week apart. I hate this week apart bullshit. <laughs> it makes me feel sick. I hope there's a way that people could get it back to two. I hope so week. as well, but I, I just don't think there will be one. And anyway, there might be something. No, 
No? I'm not confident about that at all. But, I mean, if no, no, not that it will happen, but that there will be a way. I don't even know if that much is going to come true. We right? can, let's just say that if we all close our eyes and wish, maybe. I mean, if you, so if you want that. Then we, do a wish. No. Close your eyes. Do, do a wish. Isaac's waiting. He's got the, he's got the, he's got the essay, the email ready. Yeah. But he's wishing instead. Hello, my favourite green tea oh, he's, bitches. He's just reading the essay now. She begins. Just a quick follow up on the profanity filter topic from last week. I'm very glad you found it amusing. I had the same thought as Isaac with quote green tea bitch. This is in case you have no context. Emily has to input profanities to be blocked from a bank. I don't know where, I don't know why, <laughs> but the bank can't say. Turns out it's got a lot of profane Chinamen working yeah. there. If you, you have translate all sorts of phrases. Yeah. And if you translate some of the things she's had to block back into English, then green tea bitch is one of them. I had the same thought as Isaac with green tea bitch. I said to my boss, it sounded like a perfect insult of someone called Becky, who's far too attached to Starbucks and is being racist accidentally on purpose. Now we had a request, you may remember, for Emily, based on... Another callback. It's just, the show is so layered. I know. You couldn't write it. It's not more Holland Drive. It's not. It makes me sick with pride. (laughs) Many an episode ago, and in fact, I'm certain it must have come up more than once because it's it's a fact that I think of daily and try and share. I'm basically an evangelist for this piece of knowledge because I try and tell a new person, weekly at least. Um, We brought up that in... In the Romanian, are we saying, translation of Harry Potter. You know how Tom Marvolo Riddle has to spell I am Lord Voldemort. In every language, they have to anagram it. So like, je suis Voldemort, whatever. In France, he's called Elvis something. But in Romanian, I think, he's called Romeo G. Detlev Jr. And we remarked that Detlev just sounds like the amalgamation of all swearing like all in <laughs> it sense. sounds like it's specifically something aimed at eastern europeans uh, detlev you fucking dirty detlev coming Come over, over here, here taking doing all jobs. our service jobs better than we can <laughs> contributing to our tax-funded societies <laughs> so we requested then that detlev might be in a in a way to to kind of disseminate the word and spread it out into the world. And we hope that you are doing that. Listeners. We I do. Mean, we obviously, you know, we're, we, we recognize we're not, we're not as huge a podcast as we might be. And we're no so serious. We're not expecting to have seen the effects or the results. I wasn't, yeah, I didn't think we'd put the episode out and the next day I'd see it on you, the news. You go to, you go to the shop, a dead lev spill been something on the floor and the, you know, the, yeah. the guy come around going, Oh, you fucking dead lev. That's the fourth one this week. You dead lev. Clear that up. Yeah. But, but we're hoping that you are... Give it a few years. Yeah. I imagine have now, our... I'd cry. Imagine... It would be table... Our legacy being that we'd started a slur. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a slur. It's a, just an insult. It's a catch-all insult because it just sounds like stupid. It sounds like someone that's too dense to... Oh, just, just touch a dead lev. You dead lev! He's a fucking dead lev. I have now, Emily confirms, put Detlev in the profanity filter for a real business, a real bank. Somewhere. I hope next week they hire Dr. Howard Detlev. <laughs> and he kicks off. <laughs> his, he, name, a big his name appears scandal. as Dr. Howard and then like, a, like an asterisk. at symbol asterisk yeah. exclamation mark. What's it called when you that? It's like Grawlax or something. It's got a really nice name. Ooh. 
That's it. Some, yeah, it's probably not that, but something like that. I will try to secure... That sounds like a Dr. Seuss. Yeah. I'm the Grawlax, so I speak for the swears. <laughs> I will try to secure photographic evidence, but if I take a photo of my screen at work, I fear I'll be flung from the building and accused of insider trading, starting an anti-capitalist revolution or independent thought, all abandoned at my place. <laughs> um, when you complained about someone complaining about their name being in the profanity filter, in this case it was Detlev, I wanted to reply and inform you that this happens regularly and is always very funny and very uncomfortable, <laughs> which is a line I enjoy in life. It's where we live. Yeah, pretty much. kind of hinterland. Mm. Um, we have many colleagues in China who send us messages asking why their names don't show up on the system, and I have to in- <laughs> di- very delicately inform Mr. Bong and Mrs. Wang that their names in English mean very different things. The day I hear from a Mr. Yeasty Poontang, I will certainly <laughs> quit. Understandable. Um, some bonus profanity filter content. Some hits on the English language list include ass banger, <laughs> queero, and horrorlicious. Queero sounds, sounds like, like a, a cereal. racist cereal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Queerios. Not racist. No, homophobic cereal. That's the one. Um, also, it's all listed in alphabetical order, which led to this. Ra- also, I shouldn't mention that I omitted some of the ones that I just didn't want to say. I'm not allowed. I'll say No, I don't want them on the show. Give them to me. They're they're so upsetting that I just shut the email. (laughs) Also, it's all listed in alphabetical order, which led to this rather interesting list of three. Herpy Hitler Hobag. Wow. (laughs) Some other highlights that have been translated back into English. Bugle boot. Egg pain. Egg pain's horrible. That's what chickens go through, isn't it? Egg pain. Oh, she's got egg pain. women. Chicken break. That sounds criminal. <laughs> Rub milk. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> home, oh. home shovel. That's just a normal shovel. <laughs> and maybe my all-time favourite. It makes no sense. Feces suddenly ghosts. <laughs> Much love as always. A ghost that shit itself. <laughs> yeah. Feces suddenly, suddenly ghosts. It's like you've walked into room. Feces suddenly ghosts. <laughs> uh... Thank you for emailing. How do people... if Say that someone else had been dead in their way through life. Yeah, if they've got... A I didn't mean that as an insult. <laughs> Although it is meant to say... It's fucking debt-loving day <laughs> after day. What I meant was, in a verbal form, it's to put the word debt level into a profanity okay. filter. Um, well, How would they share that story? Well, there's... The news. I said, there's almost too many ways. Mm. You said um, we should cut back. You know we have an Instagram. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> With two pictures If you've got it. Instagram, guys, follow... Uh, that's, that's a shame, a shame cast, cast maybe yeah that's a shame cast thing yeah. Yeah, give it a follow there's a picture of Sully and a picture of an empty car park we could put more stuff up there what what more could you ask mm, for it's a lot of content you greedy cunts wow <laughs> um, no I mean if you do want to get in touch then you can do so via email yeah Hell you can do so do um, at what no well <laughs> Well, you can. You can do it. At gmail.com, you've got to guess the stuff. You just tweet them and hope for the best. No, it's tas at shame.city yep. is how you can get in touch with or us. Or there's a contact form. Exactly. If you go to shame.city... And I and recommend then you, you do. And then if you've not seen the artwork from Spooktacular, who are you? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's art. art. It is art. Capital A. Um, uh, if you go to shame.city, you can see that. If you go to shame.city slash contact... Yep. Then there's a small form, very easy to fill out. Menu driven, all of that. It's like name, your email address, mother's maiden name, and then just pin number, subject, card number, whatever you want. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, you can get in me. touch with us that way. You can also get in touch via Twitter. The one with the bird. That's 
them. Mm-hmm. At That's a Shamecast, the place to be. You can follow Declan at Cynical Declan. You can follow me at Isaac BD. Obviously, not too many tweets because we can't have any birds in the flat. No, keep those at bay if possible. We're already all pigeoned out, which <laughs> is a horrible thing to have said. <laughs> Guano to the the eyeballs. Guano to the max. (laughs) Other than that, reviews we alluded to before, but they're very much appreciated. Look at this. I just left a TripAdvisor review for a cafe because she asked me to. I left a Facebook review for our estate agent. Did you? I need to do that, don't I? Mm. Yes. Wet eyes, five stars. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they're much appreciated. Wettest eyes in the county. We had one, actually. I do see... Look, don't say I don't read these out because... I sometimes do. He's struggling to do so now. Here it is. It's from a person calling themselves Holden365 Flick. Holden as in Caulfield. Caulfield. Yeah. Five stars. Generous. October 17th was the date. Generous but true. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. That's, it's lovely generous, those but, things. Generous but obvious. Yeah. Title. Not sure why I did this, <laughs> but I do. That's nice. I like that. Comment. Love how a podcast can be about very little, sometimes nothing, <laughs> but as you immersed in the conversation, this podcast is one of those. Thank you, Holden, for that. Thank you very much. Um, That's it. What else well, is there? Well, there's one thing. What? Mailing list. Oh, Shame.city slash mail. That's not what I was thinking. There's two things then. That was one of them. I, was, I think I was thinking what well, we mentioned earlier in this episode, and we, we teased at the end of last episode, mm-hmm. um, that there's something coming. Something something on the wind. On the horizon. Something I've wondered what that scent was. Sailing. The smell of tomorrow. Silhouetted against the setting sun. Mm. The what great ship. P- P- uh, I can't, we can't quite make out what it says. No. We're going to have to wait for it to sail just that little bit closer. Cresting the horizon, disproving flat earth. Obviously, yes, say. we should mention. <laughs> but there is something there. There's something. And I feel that it's close enough that next episode, the name of this ship, the HMS... It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't quite make it out. No, it's going to be... Revealed. Visible. In video form. Legible. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> there That's will not be the name something. of the ship. No. It is pretty perfect. I mean, it is. Well, we haven't made it yet. No, but it's going, it's to, going be. to be. <laughs> if it's anything like any of our other films. It's going to be up there with the birds. I've given away even more than I meant to. Oh, yeah. Well, don't but, worry about that. Just know that something's coming and that something may lead to more something. Help us. In all the... Pay the rent! <laughs> what? No, 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 no. In all of the financial artistic ways <laughs> that we... Uh, that we never have. say, never question our integrity, no. commitment to the show. Of it's there. Not. You've just had a spooktacular, followed by episode 49. Day, and then the next day, yeah. ish. Yeah, I mean, it won't be out today. <laughs> You've got another one. Yeah. It'll exactly. be listed as being out today. So. so we'll see you on episode 50. It's going episode to be... Episode 50. It's going to be nuts. A half century. I didn't think you we You and I. It. And indeed we may not. What's... Name one other thing we've put this much effort into. <sighs> No. Either individually or together. Oh, no. Nothing no. approaches Not it. Not even one. No. Well, we'll see you there. We're going to have... We'll find some way to celebrate. I don't know how. Um, no. But there'll be something. Don't worry about that. Until then, though, I've been... Isaac, you've been... I've been Declan. <clears throat> and we'll see you next You've been time. the ghost of <laughs> backaches past. <clears throat> and we'll see you in episode 50.
Till next time. Oh no, we don't have to sing. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I'm in the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life Wherever I wander Wherever I roam I couldn't be fonder Of my big home The bees are buzzing To make some honey just for me The bare necessities of life will come to you Necessities of life will come to you.